0: You know, every time you've done that story, I have to laugh because, well, you've I mean, you probably done the interview when I've been gone with people who are so well-intentioned, and they come on and they say, and John, we have a website, which is H-T-T-P-S colon www i I'm like, yeah, 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 we get it. That's about 15, 20 years ago that you had to spell it out that way. And I feel bad because, you know, they're so well-intentioned, but they're just not with it. And that, but I, it's good that the 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 attorney general is pointing that out for people. But every time you said it, I was like, well, I'm not sure I pay attention. Like all these, I've got, I've got 10 tabs open on my computer here in the studio, different news stories that I'm looking at. And I'm, hold on. If I even type HTTPS. All right. I start doing that, like the uh, autocomplete starts to say, "Hey, yeah, you want, just, you, you've done this. You want to do this again?" Have right. you, yeah, I guess, I I wouldn't even know where to look for that because most of it, most of these sites just go right to it. Oh well, it, it's just interesting. I think he's just saying if you're on a site before you put your credit card information in, look up at the address bar mm-hmm. and make sure that the HTTPS is
1: at the beginning of it. That's mm-hmm. all.
0: If it's there, if it's there, yeah. Like I'm on the Times Dispatch site right now, and it just goes to Richmond.com. It's not even WW I don't know. I don't up, know how Up, this up stuff on the works. address bar at the top uh-huh, of your screen. Yeah, at the at the on the address bar. Oh wow. Okay. It just goes to Richmond.com. And I guarantee you we don't have the most high-tech computers in this building. <laughs> Thank you, Gary. 737 on this Thursday morning, 14th day of December, 2023. I'm John Reed, and we are glad you were with us here on News Radio. WRVA. I'm trying to make things a little lighter and happier towards the end of the year. You hear that? Somebody told me yesterday he's like, you seem like you're in such a good mood. I said, well, I did get back from little European jaunt, which always perks me up a little bit. But it is the holidays and I don't want to be a total downer every day. There's plenty. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm not backing off of all the bad stuff that's happened this year and my worries about the future. And i have got to be honest with you. I think we're in for a rough time. Next year's an election year. Uh, the Democrats have already proven that they're willing to be violent. They're willing to lie. They're willing to do whatever it takes to hold on to power. So I I have to tell you, I'm worried about next year. I'm also worried about the next decade because I think we're um, I do think we're close. I'm not an um, economist. I don't think you need to be an economist to recognize we're close to a financial collapse here and no one seems to be taking it seriously. Right. And then, you know, uh, Zelensky shows up at the White House and they're just throwing money at him. And I, you know, I respect Governor Gilmore. He knows what he's talking about. The guy's been over in Europe. Uh, he is he's a fiscal conservative. He doesn't seem as concerned about the money that's being spent on Ukraine. I think I wouldn't have the problem with it if, you know, if I just saw a way to end this. What are we going to do? We're going to do this for another five years, 10 years. What are we going to do? I mean, we're just the funnel of money is out of control, I think. So what do we do about this? Dr. Shea Bradley Farrell is the president of the Counterpoint Institute for Policy Research and Education and has been uh, tracking the Zelensky trip. How do you think this thing went? Good morning to you.
1: Good morning, Don. Thanks so much for having me on. Uh, you know, I think you spoke right to the point, And the point is, He is asking for, and the White House and the Biden administration, the Congress is willing to give unlimited funds with an indefinite end to the war. You you said it. We have not been given a strategy. We don't know uh, what our goal is in this. Uh, And, you know, right now, even if he doesn't get this next $60 billion, we this is the largest foreign assistance package that we have given since the end of world war ii and the marshall plan days so uh this response the responsibility for the war somehow has been laid at the feet of the american people i mean even secretary of defense uh austin has said recently that if we don't pass this 60 billion dollar package another one of course this is a new one Uh, you know, we can most likely expect to see our men and women, excuse me, over there defending NATO. And I have to tell you the truth, John, uh, I, you know, I have been in the Ukrainian refugee center in Hungary. um, And I care very much about what's happening to the Ukrainian people. You know, they've lost over 400,000. And I don't believe they're going to win this war. If you look at Russia's history, You know, they just raised uh, Chechnya. They don't stop. And, Don, here's the last point. I don't believe it's in our interest to continue to do this. Sorry, this is my morning voice. It's It's not awake. awake. I got a cold, too. No problem. My voice is not awake. (laughs) It's all right. (laughs) But, uh, you know, you hear Haley and Pence saying that it's in our interest because Putin will move into NATO. Well, that's baloney. I don't believe that. Then he'll be fighting 31 countries. But, Anyway, like I said, I, I yeah. got to meet some of the refugees coming into Hungary. I just wrote a, a book about Hungary called Last Warning to the West. That is actually a uh, warning to Americans. So I'd, I'd love to talk with that, about that as well with you. Well,
0: I did notice the title. What is the warning?
1: Here's the thing, John. I started going over to Hungary doing research, uh, and I wanted to find out, how they were so strong they believe in their national sovereignty they have this little teeny country with 10 million people have stood up to the woke agenda of the eu and i was like how are they doing this who cares why is their their prime minister so big on the world stage and what came out of it for me that really surprised me was that hungarians kept telling me in the interviews i did that the rhetoric coming out of the u.s reminded them of their Soviet era. Oh, boy. Yeah. And if you really walk it back and you do the research and, and understand what's going on, you look at what we're dealing with today. Um, it, it's very reflective of the Bolshevik Revolution, the Marxism that was coming out of it, the diminishment of parental rights, mm-hmm. the division between uh, people and their faith, the division between families, between class, gender. You know, there are so many different things, legalized abortion, used, trumpeted as health care. There's a so, so many things. And last thing I'll say, and I'll give you a chance to jump in there. That's okay. But one of the things I found was from our Department of Defense, a lesson strategy that was written in 1959, and it outlined 11 points of the communist psychological warfare, because, you know, that's what we were fighting. And you look at those points, John, and they're in my book, Last Warning to the West. They're all in there. You look at them, and every one of them applies to us in America today.
0: Well, what's on the list? I feel like I've seen that pop up a couple of times. But what would you highlight that's that's on that list of 11 things?
1: One of them is using a crisis to gain more control.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, what are we 2020, Right?
1: Yes, exactly. And we saw all over the world during COVID, all these governments, supposedly, supposedly Western governments, grabbing control, enforcing mandates, vaccine, masks, whatever it be, putting people, you know, even in uh camps to keep them from other people. Craziness. Why Another do you think one, there wasn't
0: more um pushback or Right. Uh, vocal alarm about that because that did happen it didn't happen here in virginia you got you, you i mean you got ostracized and i was alarmed that people were being told that they'd lose their jobs that one friend of mine who was a nurse lost lost her job she was yeah she she was put on the street now of course they're begging her to come back uh, you know these military people who were dismissed from the military now they're begging them to come back but when it happened there were a lot of people who just kind of went along with it or maybe went, mm-hmm, this is unfortunate uh but it is a unique time so we're going to let this slide and then we just yeah. kind of moved on and that's troubling to me like the psychology I, of america has changed
1: i you i think you hit the nail on the head i i think it's More concerning that more people didn't stand up and say no. There were actually, the majority of people, I believe, were actually trying to support that. And, you know, say you have to conform, you have to conform. But the weird thing about it was, is that, you know, we had one rule here and then a different rule in a different state. And then, you know, there was nothing. In fact, during that time, my husband and I had to go to the doctor for some reason. He had surgery and the nurse in there said, don't tell anybody. But even uh, if we... um, are positive for COVID. We can still come in if we don't have symptoms. If we're not, and we're like, what? You know, it, like none of it made sense. Yeah. So that that's an example. A, another example of one of the eleven points is uh, that the the government or the control, wh- whoever it is, with the you know during the Soviet era, it was the communist, the Soviet Union, but the government will uh, set up a a body, an organization. That controls the propaganda so that it can uh, change the minds of people about, uh, you know, what they believe. And you look today and the media is basically an arm of the Biden administration.
0: Well, that's our newscast point. with ABC just a few minutes ago. I mean, I'm tired of oh. beating. I mean, I, I I don't want people to think I'm the crazy person, but I hear them saying there's absolutely no evidence of wrongdoing of, of or, or even the hint of wrongdoing with President Biden and his son, Hunter. And I'm thinking, Ew. that's just not an accurate statement. I don't know if it's he not. broke the law. That's what we're trying to find out. But there is evidence exactly. that it looks like something was wrong.
1: That's exactly right. I think Jim yeah. Jordan yesterday said, hey, we were just trying to get Hunter in here to ask him these questions. Which is fair. So we can find out. It's yeah. fair. Yeah. Um, you know, they've also tried to, or, or will have, they've been successful in colluding with social media to keep uh, you know, information from people who believed in election interference or, or whatever it is. So
0: They just dismiss so they it a- out of hand. You're a crazy person if you bring it up. I hope people will get the yeah. book. I think this is interesting. I mean, maybe don't put it under the Christmas tree because it'll raise hell on Christmas Day. But it's the last warning to the West. Dr. Shea Bradley Farrell. I enjoyed talking to you. Stay in touch. Let's talk again, you know, in the new year. Maybe we'll have something good to talk about. Right?
1: John. I'd love that. And okay. let me just tell you really quick. Yeah. People are like, who is this Dr. Shea person? But the book, uh, Carrie Lake Wrote the Ford. And it's endorsed by, with book reviews on the back, Tucker Carlson, Lou Dobbs, General Michael Flynn, Representative Paul Gosar. So I've Good been really been blessed. So okay. if you don't believe me, believe them.
0: All right, <laughs> we'll look for it. I enjoyed talking to you. I appreciate it. Seven forty-eight. We're back with more in a moment on News Radio WRVA.